Hi. Welcome to NPT. This is a podcast where I share my personal thoughts, ideas which has come straight out of my mind on the spot and share it with you guys. Sometimes they might be useful, sometimes they might be utter nonsense. But I'm just trying to put my thoughts outside to see how well I am able to think, get some input, feedback and improve myself. So without further ado, let's start with this first episode. This episode is going to focus on something known as data representations. This is something which I have been thinking a lot since the invention or discovery of word embeddings. It is very interesting how word embeddings work to represent text into a numerical value. To know more about word embeddings, we must know natural language processing. So it is a concept from natural language processing where we convert the words into numbers where machines can understand what the text is. But how does word embeddings work? Word embeddings are nothing but some kind of a representation of words in the space. To know more about, you can just search what are word embeddings and get more detail on it. The intention of this episode is not to go detail in word embeddings. Maybe we can have a separate episode for that. But the intention of this episode is to understand data representations. Like how data can be represented, transformed and compressed in different, different ways. And the reason I speak about data representation is because I work as a data scientist and I am always intrigued by what magic data can do and data has been doing, especially for <laughs> fan companies and one of those companies is Facebook and Google. Um, then um, you, you will definitely look into this magic what data has been doing for these companies. Now everyone follows the same thing. So when it comes to data driven decision making, you need to know what type of data you are working with. That's exactly where data representation becomes crucial. Now for me to define data representation, first of all we need to understand what does data contain. Data contains some information and our human brain should be able to understand the information and generate knowledge. That's exactly what happens in physics. You observe some data points based on some experimental system and then based on that system you try to derive something which uh, connects with the experiment, the observed data, which means your theory and the experiment must match for it to be a successful theory or hypothesis. Sorry. So th the data contains the truth. The data is the real pattern, right? So now, why representation is very crucial? Because we expect that the data contains some information and that information can be converted into valuable knowledge and that knowledge can be further taken forward and if you want to build a business, you can even sell it. Now let's come back to the data representation ideology. And I believe it comes from knowledge first. Now let's understand knowledge representation. Now, when it comes to knowledge representation, I have a very basic understanding of 
how knowledge has been compressed since so many years it's very interesting that the whole space of mathematics and the amount of detail it contains have been compressed in our high school but how do you do it the reason why you do it because when people were going through research during 1900s they had to go through a lot but the process from reaching a to b is no more needed for us to go through that's why you directly jump to b instead of staying at a for example you don't have to go through the whole proof of e is equal to mc square because it's already provided to you now you start on top of it instead of going through all that but then the interesting part is for you to realize the actual beauty of it is to go through it but it, again it depends upon what is that we are trying to convey but for children how do you show e is equal to mc square you need to compress them for you need to compress first for them isn't it so that's how first you understand what is the requirement and accordingly you present your uh, knowledge that's why data representations are very very useful a same type of data in different different domains can be represented in different different ways now one of the basic very simple example now i'll come back to word embeddings and i'm going to tell you that how word representations varies from domain to domain and why data representation in itself is so important for example i take a word called class when i take this word class in a programming language it has a totally different meaning but then if i take the same word class and i place it in an educational institution the meaning of that class totally varies which means the representation of the word class has two different um, representations basically in a particular domain it is very close to um, objects class objects uh, collection of structure you can say but whereas class in a educational space is collection of people or collection of students maybe the common meaning still remains collection of something but the actual meaning differs a lot from uh, contexts when i am in a university where programming is what we are doing then when i say class i'm not referring to the class where i'm studying that's a very subtle difference but it is a huge difference when it's come when it when we are trying to showcase it to a machine because for machine it is a huge difference because the representation of that is totally different so the data representation is very crucial and it varies based on your use case it comes to the same ideology so now what i was speaking about was text or words which are usually text now same thing you can have for something like time series data you have a time series representation of something we say something like um, you know now the amount of time you are taking to record your uh, heartbeat or you are taking time to record a particular signal coming from space or you are recording electrical signals or you are recording your grid power surge you know you can record anything in time and when you are recording it in time 
that must have a representation and it has a representation so that has a different representation so how do you identify or how our brain identifies when a music is played for example you have guitar you have violin you have flute you have the singer singing because you have created different different representations in your head about how a singer should sound like how a violin should sound like how a guitar should sound like how a keyboard should sound like now representations helps us in multiple ways it creates proper boundaries define clear boundaries and can used for multiple applications as i mentioned to create knowledge compress knowledge or to even uh, spread knowledge right and the ideology of knowledge is very interesting in data space which most of the people don't don't speak in uh, data science or data analytics i should say is because people believe that data can only generate max to max information it can never generate knowledge now knowledge can be generated from information we know that and that eventually the knowledge can emerge and provide something bigger uh, that is knowledge of knowledge now uh, that is something known as emergent property which i am not going to discuss now because it's a very interesting topic which i like the most uh, but uh, that is something which i'll discuss later but for today this these are the thoughts which i have in data representation and i hope this gave you some idea of why data representations are important and how they can be used uh, in, in real life to provide insight information and knowledge thank you very much for listening see you everyone in the next episode bye bye